Hey guys, and welcome to the Coffee and Turner Syndrome podcast. My name is Brooke. Pour yourself your favorite cup of coffee, and let's hop into today's episode. Hi guys! I have a very interesting topic today. Um, I actually didn't know really what I wanted to talk about right before I sat down to start things. Um, and I, I remembered a comment I had gotten in the past and I really felt like that would be a good place to start. So if you've seen the title of this episode, you will already know what we're going to get into. Um, I hope everybody is doing good and taking care of themselves. Like I've been saying, um, it is such an important thing, especially right now. I, I keep saying that and I want to keep saying that because I feel like we all need the reminder and the permission given to us to take care of ourselves and that it's okay. Um, so, okay, so we're going to talk about marriage. <laughs> um, it, the comment that I got in the past, um, it was on one of my videos that me and Andrew did. I honestly can't remember which one. I feel like it had to do with like his perspective on Turner's or just to get to know us Q&A, something like that. I had done a video um, basically where we were answering questions and I saw a comment that came in far after um, I had uploaded the video that said something along the lines of, this gives me hope that I can find someone even with having Turners, that someday I could find somebody and get married. And so I wanted to talk about that idea, about it being a struggle um, and how maybe marriage or a relationship in general can feel a little different with Turners. The, the unique aspects of Turner's that you kind of face in a relationship or in a marriage um, and how to approach some of the things. So first I wanted to talk about that idea of feeling like because of the, the uniqueness with Turner's, because of the impact Turner's has on you, you may not find somebody that accepts that or is up for that or is interested in that. Whatever the situation may be, just you may not find somebody because of it. And I think I replied to that comment with something along the lines, along the lines of, if they don't accept those things about you, if they can't get past those things if if they're not willing to walk through those things with you they're not who you are meant to walk this journey with anyways then and I firmly believe that um (laughs) while it is a lot somebody that wants to walk through those things with you is going to be willing to Somebody that loves you enough to be willing to go through those hard things with you. Um, Somebody that's willing to 
in any relationship, Turner Syndrome or not, anybody that's willing to walk through hard things with you is who you want to be partnered up with. Somebody that doesn't want to, that doesn't feel like it's worth it. They're not, in a multitude of ways, they're not who you want to walk through this with. Um, Turner Springs unique challenges, but that's really, that's any relationship. <laughs> Whether we're talking complications from Turner Syndrome or not, you don't want to be walking through things with somebody that just is not really in it and is not really wanting to walk through it. Um, and particularly with how sensitive the things with Turner's can be, it's important to be really communicative about them. Um, so I've talked a lot about when I told Andrew and um, the conversations we had and how that went. Um, he is, I think, looking back, the conversations were so much easier than I expected them to be. So, so much easier. And he is the person that I needed to walk through these things with. He's the person I needed to go through the infertility with. He's the person that I needed walking through medical stuff changing, um, walking through emotions, walking through painful times. He's the person I needed to walk through those things with. And he has been my rock through all of it. Um, he's the partner I needed for it. And that's what the goal should be with marriage. Um, not that, you know, we're perfect or anything, but if you have that, you have somewhere to start to work through or to go through everything else. And with Turner Syndrome, there's a multitude of things that can pop up that can be very difficult. You know, the infertility is a huge one. When I told Andrew about having Turner's, I then had to tie it up in a neat little bow and say, the reason I'm telling you this is um, I also need to tell you I probably won't be able to get pregnant on my own. And have that conversation of like what that might look like. And for some people, that's going to be a much harder conversation than others. Um, but that, that tells you things. That gives you information. Um, it's important to have that communication. And it can be tricky to figure out how to word it and explain it to figure out timing for telling them. Um, but it's an important conversation and important to be communicative about. So really help them understand. This is where your understanding with it is your biggest tool because you can share your understanding and what you've learned. And then if there's 
other things you guys need to figure out. You're starting at the same place to figure the rest of it out. You know, that was all I knew going into us getting married. And so we were both starting with that knowledge and walked through the rest together, getting answers, figuring out what the next steps we wanted to do were and making those decisions. Um, the other things that can pop up are medical things changing, you know, heart issues, um, thyroid, liver, like all of those things that we know, the long list of possible complications, things can change at a moment's notice and helping them understand and them being willing to walk through those things with you, whatever may change, I may need to get hearing aids. I may at some point have heart things, like all of those things are potentials for me. And so him being aware of that, me communicating about that well is the biggest thing I can do right now. And that was from before we were ever married, being overly communicative about that, being very open as hard as it can be, but being very honest so that they fully understand to the best that is possible. Um, and then emotions can be an interesting one to walk through. Um, and again, all of these things are things that some people are going to struggle with more than others. Some it's going to be more of a journey than others. That's just the way it works. Not everybody's things that you struggle with are going to look the same, but the idea is the same. Um, a lot of the emotional and social things complicate relationships in general, whether it's a romantic relationship, a friendship, family relationships, all of that can affect any of that regardless of any physical health complications. Um, and it, it impacts things in a unique way. It's not as visible. Um, it's emotions, so it's complicated. Um, it takes a lot of work to work through those things much more than trying to understand health, physical health complications. It's a more complicated issue. And communicating is a huge one with that also. Understanding each other's personalities on both sides of it. Um, being very honest about how you're feeling, very open about how you're feeling, and being very open about what you need. Being very honest about that, whether it's time together, whether it's space, whether it's understanding, whether it's the ability to just vent things. <laughs> um, we all have different things we're going to need, but being open about that and how that works within our emotions um, is very important when it comes to those emotional social things. The emotional social things can be tricky because I myself tend to think things more literally and can be on the more sensitive side. 
So that takes a lot of work on my side (laughs) of being aware of that, of working on that, of learning how to navigate it and deal with it. (laughs) Um, And that puts work on him also to kind of understand how those things work and have that understanding. Um, Not that that's unique to Turner's. Everybody has their own personality quirks you have to understand. But if we're looking at Turner's things, things like taking things more literally is a unique one um, that if you have Turner's, it's a thing to think about. Um, And yeah, that's a part of it being aware of how you function in those ways whether it's not an issue for you or it is just being aware of it and them being aware of it and communicating about it um going into conversations and discerning their behavior and actions with that understanding of things so you can have a constructive conversation and you do have that context going into it Um, it's a process. It's not easy. Um, and then you add, you know, just the general life stuff that happens. You got to work through it and you got to be willing to do the work. It's not easy work. (laughs) It's not something that happens on its own without intentionality and You're going to go through different points of it being easier and harder. You're going to go through points where you feel a little more up to it than others. And you have to work through those. You have to push through that. Um, A lot of this is marriage in general. But there, there are those few unique things that do make having a relationship when you have Turner's interesting. The person needs to understand those unique things about you. You know, everybody has their own unique things, and these are yours. Infertility. Possible medical complications. um, A lot of, for me, emotional stuff. (laughs) Um, And it can feel like a lot. But when you have the tools you need, it's just about doing it. Doing what you know you need to do. Um to work through those as a couple, to do your side of the work for taking care of yourself in those ways. Um, And you can tell when it's not happening. Whether it's on the relationship side or the taking care of yourself side, you see the fruit of whether or not you've been consistent. So that's kind of how I wanted to address that comment. I think it's a big fear that a lot of women with Turner syndrome have because it can be really overwhelming to have to tell somebody, I have all of these things. I have this condition. I don't know if I can have kids or I can't if you already have confirmed things um, and you know more. Um, I deal with these things. It can feel like a lot. And 
I think women with Turner syndrome tend to struggle with insecurity because of these things. We're short. We're dealing with things like infertility that <laughs> all of our complications can make you feel like less of a woman, which doesn't help insecurity in any way whatsoever. Um, it, it can just feel like a lot of ickiness if you let it. It's the same approach though as I have had in my journey with infertility where you're flipping the script. So this is a little insecurity confidence talk for a second. It's the same concept that I've talked about all the time for infertility where I talk about embracing your unique story. It's not something that's happened to you. It is a part of you. It's a part of your life. It's a part of your story. It's a part of your reality, but it is not something that defines you. You don't have to live and die by it every single day. It doesn't have to decide your value. You get to decide if it decides your value, if you're going to let it affect how you feel that way. Now, that's not to say you don't have emotional pain to work through. Insecurity is not something that happens because you've decided it does. Insecurity happens from self-talk, from comparison, from a lot of unconscious mental things. Um, insecurity happens from a lot of forgetting it's okay to be different. And it is actually okay to embrace the ways you're unique. They don't define you. They're a part of you, but they don't define who you are as a person. They don't decide your value. They're just a part of you. And embracing that as, yeah, that's okay. It's okay that she has this as a part of her story. I have this as a part of my story. Different stories, both valuable, both okay. Um, and that's not to say that's easy. Trust me, I know it's not. Um, that's not to say it doesn't take work to get there and that Turner Syndrome doesn't bring you a whole heck of a lot that makes that a whole lot of work. That makes that work feel even more overwhelming and difficult and hard. But it's possible. It just takes adjusting your mindset. It takes remembering it's okay to be who you are and you don't need to be like anybody else. Why would you want to be like anybody else? You were made the way you were made. And just like with infertility being a part of my story, I would not be the same person. Those other aspects of me, I would not be the same person. Those other aspects of you, whatever those are, you would not be the same person. And so then jumping back into marriage, that person will love who you are and those unique things because of who they make you. 
not in spite of them. That can be hard to remember, especially when the examples we see are the opposite that we're comparing ourselves to, <laughs> not something that's more similar to us, usually. There are exceptions, but for in general, um, that can be hard to remember. <laughs> but that's also important to keep in mind. You know, it. yes, it's not going to be... It, it's not going to be something that works with everybody. Some people are going to be more willing to go through those things with you than others. But that tells you who you're supposed to go through it with. And if I've learned anything as I've gotten older, it is... You really want it to be who you're supposed to go through those things with. Whether you think that person was supposed to be it or not, or you wanted that person, you really want who you're supposed to go through those things with. Because whether it's an easy journey or not, it'll be a whole heck of a lot harder and more painful when it's not the person you're supposed to go through it with. I myself kind of go back and forth on the soulmate thing or the, you know, the, the, the idea that there's only, like, it's hard to explain, but I believe the way you match up with someone matters for who you're willing to do that work with and being a Christian I believe God has the person you're supposed to walk through those things with I think there is a unique matchup <laughs> me personally that happens and when it clicks like that you can tell it feels different. Um, so that might have sounded like gibberish. I don't know. I hope I explained that well. All to say, it really is worth waiting. It really is worth the work to have it be that person that you're supposed to walk through those things with and that is going to walk through those things with you. And in a lot of ways, it's not the easier road. It can take more time sometimes. It can be a harder journey to get there sometimes. It's not always an easy thing. Um, and certainly any good relationship or marriage is not easy. They don't just happen. But it's worth it. So, I wanted to address that. Um, I just felt like talking about that because I feel like a lot of Turner Syndrome women that aren't married feel that way. And especially when she worded it like, gives me hope I could one day. I was really glad I was able to give an example of 
that happening. Because especially in this time, a lot of women... Turner syndrome or not, um, can feel really down in that area if it hasn't happened and can feel a lot of anxiety about it happening. And I've gone through those times where you feel like you're trying to make it happen because you want it to happen. And you think you know that this is that person. And little did I know, I knew nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. I I hope that made sense. I hope that helped. If you've ever felt that way, I, I hope this encourages you and kind of helps you navigate that. It's not an easy thing. Um... It's really not. And this is me after learning over a whole lot of years um, and seeing what has happened. So now I want to look at comments. <laughs> um, Faith, hope, love said for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, forsaking all others. I take these vows before God and others very seriously. Absolutely. I think, especially in our society, bleh, I can't talk. In our society today, we don't take those as seriously um, as we should. You're not saying for the good times, for what you can do for me, for <laughs> for only for your good traits, only for the things that make me happy. No, it's for everything. You become partners in life. And life does not always mean good, happy, fun, rainbows and puppy dogs and sunshine. Clearly it's not sunshine. It's raining outside right now. But, um, you know, it's you're making that vow to go through those things with them. And you have to actually mean it when you say that. And that's on both sides. I know we're talking about navigating it from your side with Turner Syndrome, but that's you navigating it for their things too. That's that's why you do want to consider like the way how you work through things impacts them. Because that that's how you work in a partnership. So... Zoe said, hey, Brooke, I'm from the UK, and I also have Turner Syndrome. I have Mosaic. Hi, that's so cool. Nice to have you on the live stream. Um, I was diagnosed when I was six years old. Wow. How old are you now? How long have you been diagnosed? I'm curious. So, um, yeah, I just felt like it was a good topic for right now. I don't know. I got the random inspiration and remembered that comment and I think I wanted to do something on it right after I got it and then I didn't end up doing anything and I wanted to since. I felt like it's an important conversation. A lot of people have been curious about like my process of telling Andrew and how that was, um, <laughs> tips for doing 
that whole conversation because it can be an intense one. Um, I actually did do videos. I don't remember if I uploaded it to the podcast. I don't think so. Um, I did do one or two videos on telling Andrew and just talking about the topic of telling somebody you're in a relationship with in general. Um, Short synopsis, it was we had been dating three months when I told him. And he was amazing about it and made me feel silly for worrying. (laughs) Um, Well, not he sent stuff to make me feel silly. I felt silly for worrying after it. Um, Just because I had talked myself into being so nervous. I was just so (sighs) unsure of what it would be like and unsure of what it would feel like because... At that point, I had only ever told a few of my friends that were girls outside of my family. I wasn't telling many people that I had Turner Syndrome at that point. And so he was the first guy I had ever told. And yeah. So it was... It was amazing. He was amazing and is amazing. And obviously I think so. Um, But (laughs) I think it's something that doesn't get talked about as much. So a lot of people are curious and they want to hear more about people's stories sharing that. So if you have a story about telling your spouse um, and you were willing to share it, leave it in a comment and I could share some in a video because it was, it was, yeah, it was an experience. I was so nervous right before. Um, but anyways, I hope this helped. I hope this helped. I hope this helped you navigate it a little bit, um, give you some things to think about and to process it with so that's all i had for today thank you so much for listening to this episode of coffee and turner syndrome if you would like to support the podcast i do have listener support set up on anchor and if you'd like to leave me a voice message i would love to hear from you don't forget you can find the video version of this podcast on my youtube channel at youtube.com slash tv make sure you're subscribed so you see when the next one comes out and i will see you guys in the next episode <laughs>